0: ماشي عطريقي طريقي it, man! I'm on بيسي فلوي على موتي ماشي بريسي عطيك بارز وانا اتكلم عربيسي الف باتات تاجيم حاخا كلامك مالوقليمة ابي لافع ها 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 صار كلام دون سلام وسعنك سام. خلك مكانك انا ماشي عقدام ماري كيف اتكلم بينكرو كلمة ترمي ديمة انا رافع راسي اوجي انا اصيل لحالي احسن من الفيك ما بيش عادي يجلس في البيت Multimodal- Deutschland- percent- Dok- Una- their- Ges- Hol-
1: Flex Where- of Qupas- yes, the welcome to episode sixty six of the Mo Show Podcast. I um, have a unique guest in, in the studio today. She's um got what I think Saudi Arabia's number one rapper. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to go into much details uh, about her intro. I'm going to let her introduce herself to you. Jara, thank you for sparing some time and coming to the studio.
0: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Mara. This platform is like super dope to be here. So I'm excited.
1: It means a lot. You know that the first time, uh, yeah, the first time I saw you, was about a year and a half ago. I wanna say um, Mm mid-2020. Yeah, about a year and a half ago, um, you released something. Yeah. And I think a lot of people got to know you for the first time. Yeah. On that.
0: Yeah, it's when you released the anniversary Hagakal podcast, same day, Yom Watani. Yeah, it was the Yom Watani thing. Yeah.
1: And that did really well on YouTube, didn't it? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I kinda did it because I knew it was gonna go well. I don't wanna sound cocky, but. I started off just doing everything in English, you know, and and then I realized I was like, no, I think uh, I need to put in in a little bit of Arabic there. So that's why I did 966. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much where everything kind of started to start, you know. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: How long before then did you realize that this is something that you want to do, rap?
0: Um. There wasn't, like, it wasn't really planned out. It was kind of like by coincidence, sotfa. Um. I was in Sweden and it just kind of like, was my way of speaking to myself and letting it out. So I would just write to myself, write in my notes. And I was like, oh, this sounds, you know, this is a cool hobby to have. And um, it just kind of all happened all of a sudden, you know, I I didn't plan to go into music. It was never like, yes, this is what I wanna do. Like, no, not really. Just kind of like, it happened very organically, you know? So, yeah.
1: Some of the best things in life are the ones that just happen organically Mm -hmm. and you roll with it. Yeah. Pretty much. Can you, I mean, can you believe, looking back, that you have done what you've done so far in the music business? Did you pinch yourself sometimes saying, what the?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like I did much yet. I feel like I accomplished, like, 1% of what I plan on doing or what I want to do, Um but yeah, when I look back, like when I see the stuff that I did, which isn't much to me, but I'm still like, oh, like, when when did all of this happen? Like, it wasn't it wasn't planned, you know? Um, especially when you do something as a hobby and not as a job, you don't have a lot of pressure from yourself. You just kind of do it because you want to do it, you know? There's no ulterior motive or something or a specific goal or a specific number. I'm just I want to do it, you know? Niyati Safiya, good intentions. I just want to put it out there and see the reaction. So, yeah, I mean, I like how everything is just flowing and whatever is written is coming to me you know no pressure no nothing forced you know so
1: is that when Jara was born when you started rapping all your life until that point it was yada
0: um, i mean she came a little bit before the rap uh kind of with my style so um, at Hajjab, when I was like 12 years old, I was in international school in jeddah and I was one of like the only hijabed from us, maybe three out of like a thousand students uh, was wearing a scarf, hijab. And when I went to Sweden, I actually like dealt with a lot of, you know, looks, a lot of racism. It was the first time I experienced like racism. And actually back then it was Yara when I went there. Um, there's actually a social experiment that I did in Sweden. It's not on YouTube anymore, but it was on YouTube Zaman. Um, uh, so I stood in the street and I had a poster and it said, I'm a Muslim and that makes me complete the sentence. So people came and they wrote stuff. And the first person that came actually like wrote terrorist. So that was like my first, you know, I guess, um, social experiment, social media appearance or something. And that was yeah, It was like a cute little mahajaba and stuff. And then from there, I kind of transitioned to like, okay, how can I live life there as a as a Muslim without kind of drawing attention to myself? So I was like, let me let me try it with a hoodie so I kind of went through phases where it was like a cap and then a hoodie and then a beanie and then a hoodie and then now it just kind of this is my style so this is my way of kind of being modest and then Jada kind of started whenever the hood comes in I'm like yo what's up it's Jada, you know whenever I like have my tarhan, I'm like hi it's Jara nice to meet you so it's very like you know um alter ego I would say so yeah Jada kind of comes with the style with the drip with the hoodie um
1: Jada is an intimidating name. Really? Yada is a very nice, friendly.
0: You yeah. Know. Yeah.
1: Jada is someone who you probably don't want to bump into in an alley.
0: I mean. Um, I don't know.
1: That's just, that's <laughs> the, that's just the way I'm, it's coming off, though. I don't know why. Maybe yeah. maybe because you own that name, maybe, and it comes with attitude. Yeah. And I don't mean attitude in a negative con- connotation. Mm-hmm. Attitude could mean just mean personality. Shansia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I, I think it's it's pretty refreshing yeah. that that you have these you know two um harvey 2 Face, whatever you want to call it like alter egos yeah
0: i mean i'm a gemini so it's It's, it's not a shocker you know so
1: (laughs) rap being a male dominant genre let's say Mm -hmm. all over the world yeah even more so over here Mm -hmm. uh did you face any pushbacks you know people saying you know what are you doing you're a girl why are you rapping
0: i mean not really you know a lot of people are like oh you're a woman like it's probably harder for you and i'm like i'm very grateful that like us right now as like like female Arabs in general, us trying to do something, you get more supported than being like, oh, why are you doing that? You know, like more pushback. So I actually always say that, I feel like if I was a male, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I wouldn't be getting the recognition or getting the support that I am getting now as a female. So being a female actually worked in my favor more than it kind of pushing me back or holding me back. So relax, I don't think I really got a pushback. And I don't think I saw the bad side of the industry. Cause like I have, I have Baba with me, like all the interviews, all the shoots, all the studio sessions, Baba's always with me. So when anyone wants to try Baba's like, hold up, you know, so it's, alhamdulillah, like things, uh, you know. He looks really. like
1: secret service, just sitting there looking at me. I'm like minding my questions
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> my security guard, you like, know, oh, so. Yeah. What a Thank
1: sweetheart. You, you know, I, I have a question about him further down, but I'm not gonna, I'm gonna break protocol. Mm. How how would you describe your father in in a word or two when you think of him, how do you describe him?
0: He's my homie, he's my best friend, he's super supportive. I don't think I'd be like doing this if it wasn't for him, you know? Going into an industry like music or social media or anything like that in general, it's very scary as a woman. And just having him like supporting me and just be like, no, you got this. It's okay. I got you. You got this. And I'm like, oh, that's the best support I can get, you know, like baba over a million followers. You know what I mean? So I'm glad, alhamdulillah, that I have him by my side and that he believes and he knows like what what, you know, what my platform, inshallah, will be capable of doing. So... So yeah, yeah, he's my homie.
1: So I got to know what it feels like to be a father five years ago. So mm-hmm. I know a little bit, I have a little bit of experience compared to what he has. Yeah. And in my little bit of experience, I can tell you that from 100 dads in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. okay? I think 1%, one out of 99 would be okay mm-hmm. with the unique industry mm-hmm. that you are in. Yeah. And for that, I salute this man. I do, because not many fathers would want their daughters to go that route.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I want to be the kind of father that that, that your father is. Mm-hmm. And no, no, what's wrong with going this route? She's an mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. Why does she have to be in banking? Why does she have to be in law? Why does she have to be a doctor or a? Mm-hmm. This is this is an art. This is yeah. what she's going to practice. Yeah, and 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 maybe she'll, you know, be the first to actually. Represent Saudi in this genre, in this business, because mm-hmm. we never had that, mm-hmm. yeah, and we live in a time when it's all about female empowerment right. in everything, not selective female empowerment, yeah, yeah. so it's special it, it's it's rare, yeah, and all I can do is say that I strive to 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 want to empower my kids, my daughter inshallah I have one on the way, inshallah the way that he's empowering you
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like I've got. I've got goosebumps. I'm getting a bit emotional here.
0: Yeah. Baba, you um, want to give him advice later on? Yeah, no, we, we, <laughs> yeah.
1: we we're gonna talk for sure. I I need yeah. it. I need advice. Yeah.
0: Um, that's special. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, there's a lot of times where I just kind of give up and he's like, Lesh, you know, why are you why are you stopping? And then he, you know, he says to him like, Oh, I wish I could do an interview here. I wish I could be on this platform. And he's like, Why not? And I'm like, Baba, on a fan, or you know, and he's like, "No, why not?" Like, and that's one of the quotes that I like live by. He always says, "Why not?" Yeah, you know. So I really, I really love that song. Why not?
1: Why yeah. not? Why not? When A. B. Anas Buchash was sitting in that chair two months ago, he said, "I want." I he he dreams for a Arab culture that say that ask themselves, "Why not?" Because today it's why. Exactly. you are talking about people opening coffee shops. They don't want to expand abroad. Football players, they don't want to strive to be the best until Mohamed Salah came. It's mm-hmm. playing Champions League final. Why not?
0: Yeah, 100%. You know, mm-hmm.
1: for it's, inshallah, I feel like it's, it's slowly changing in the right direction. Yeah. Um, when we spoke on the phone, you had a very nice message that, you know, with, with music we are able to educate and spread the word uh, in terms of a platform. Exactly. Um, is that something you realized early in the game?
0: It was kind of why I started you know, um, like I said, I'm not like a huge like music fanatic, but then, um, I think the first video, music video that I saw that was like, Oh my god i want to do this like this is this is the effect that i want to have on people was um uh, i'm not a racist by john lucas i was like whoa like that five minute music video uh, made a huge impact you can read a thousand books and a thousand articles and it's not going to hit you the way that music video did and i just that's when my love for it kind of started and i was watching a lot of other music videos j cole kendrick lamar stuff like that and i'm like ooh, like I want to do that, mm. you know. You make a lot of statements through your music, you know. It's influential. Um, exactly. I can talk for hours. It's money. Like who's yeah, gonna sit and yeah, listen, yeah. you know? So it's boring. Exactly.
1: But people so, will listen to an album a yeah? hundred times.
0: Hundred, like exactly, like <laughs> no. the amount of people you can reach through music is insane, especially with visuals. Like I have a lot of songs that are unreleased, and I refuse to release them with no visuals. I feel like, you know, in this day and age. Um, you, it depends on who you market for, but there are people that are, you know, audio. There are people that are visual. And I'm like, you need to do both. You need to, like, check both tick boxes, I guess. So I would say just doing it vocals might not hit as hard as, you know, doing it videos as Absolutely. well. 966, I don't think would have hit if it was just my voice. So.
1: 966, the quality of that music video mm. was up there with, like, the DJ Khaled and the Drakes of the world. Really? I'm not just... If it wasn't, I'll just not say and I'd go to the next point. Mm. But I have to stop here because I think it was as good as that cash money young record millionaires, DJ Khaled, yeah. all that. All that Pretty read the sure best. It's that, whatever yeah. it's because like I'm looking at it, I'm like it wallah's with the choreography, the the different zones from the dining table to the parking lot to inside the house.
0: Yeah
1: and and with your permission like as i'm talking right now maybe we can put a small snippet on on the youtube course, clip yeah. and we'll put the the link to that video in yeah. the description box mm. um i think it was the best bit of english uh music video to ever come out of the region
0: yeah well i'm gonna get emotional cuz that like that video it looked like, like it, it was, took a lot out of you. Yeah, I mean, the story behind it was actually, it was one week before uh, Saudi National Day. And I was like, why don't I have a song out? Like, why don't I do something for Saudi National Day? And I um, I know a few like producers, I know a few directors, and I like pitched the idea. This was before I wrote it, before I recorded it. I was just like, if I want to shoot something one week before, like, will I be able? They're like, no, like with your idea. And I just, you know, said it over the phone. They're like, oh, this is going to cost like, 50k 100k reals like this is you know this is gonna take three four five months planning you're gonna need sponsors you're gonna need this and I was like like, they just kind of, like, shut me down, you know? And I'm like, no, I don't want to take that for an answer. And and when someone says no to me, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh, like, I just get fired up. And I'm like, yeah, let me let me prove them wrong. So it was one week before National Day. I literally recorded at home. Uh, found a beat on YouTube, recorded at home. Um, I have my friend in uh, the, uh, the U.S. Her name's Lil G. She's 19 years old. She's a sick producer. She mixes and masters, like, all my songs. So we've been friends for a while. I was just like, yo, please, like, mix this. I sent it to her. One hour. She sent it back. Mixed perfect. I'm like, okay, song is ready. Yellow Baba. Let's, uh, you know, let's see what we can do in terms of locations. Baba. Yeah, Baba, Baba, Baba. Me and my videographer at the time. That was it. There was no third party. There was like. Baba's part of the
1: team, his... huh? Yeah, yeah, it's Baba. It's not like you work yeah. and then Baba, look at me. You know, he's like part Oh, no, of the...
0: he's... Yeah, he... Um, I mean, Baba drives me everywhere. I don't drive. Baba is like my, you know, my ride or die, literally, you know. So he takes me everywhere, um, shoots together, the planning, everything. So, yeah, I planned that music video in like three days. Um, talked to a videographer at the time and I was like, listen, I have this idea. He's like, you let's go. Um, there was no budget. Uh, I... Um, yeah, I don't even know how I pulled it off. It was really hard because everyone was like, This is impossible. And yeah, my It didn't cost anything. I hate anything. that word. And yeah.
1: Like I really hate that word. Yeah,
0: I know. It's uh it was very demotivating and it was very like emotional for me. And I was like, it was very on and off, and I would like call locations and I was like, Yes, no, and it was it was it was a roller coaster, but alhamdulillah, like it uh, came through and I'm really glad that I pushed. Did you drop you know, it on,
1: on National Day? Yeah. So you did it in a week? Yeah. Yeah, it keeps getting crazier.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, when I think about it, I, um, I get really emotional because it was—it it felt like it wasn't going to happen, you know. And um, I just feel like, you know, with that, with Baba's support, of course, pushing me. So I was like, if I didn't push myself, then it wouldn't have happened, you know. And I—I um, I know we're going to speak about mental health later on, but it's just i i do struggle with depression and i have in the past a lot it's up and down you know and that time i was like (laughs) like i was very down and i was like i you don't have that like push or that drive and i'm like if it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen but somehow alhamdulillah it uh, pushed and you know came through while i was shooting that i was like major i'm like oh my god like i'm so down i'm so depressed but you know gotta just like
1: you know what's crazy you know none of that shows in the final cut
0: yeah exactly
1: and that goes back to mental health like the happiest people in the world who you think they are like robin williams yeah jim carrey for example yeah they have a lot to say about mental health but on the surface they look like the happiest guys and they'll crack up a room yeah
0: exactly but i always say look at the eyes I think the eyes say a lot, you know? Um, don't get fooled by like, look, like I think, Zaman, maybe I got like one or two random DMs, like five years ago or three years ago or something. They're like, can see the sadness in your eyes. I'm like, oh, okay, like, damn, it shows, yeah. so so yeah. I just I just think people should be more aware when it comes to that and don't just assume because while well, I'm posting what well, someone's posting or whatever that we're cool. Like, you know, you can still ask, are you good? You good? We're good. It's very simple, you know. So yeah.
1: Do you do all the writing?
0: Yeah. You do it. It's huh? actually one of my um is it pet peeve or i mean i kind of get annoyed when someone like asks me that cuz i do songs for brands and stuff like that and they're like do you write your own lyrics i'm like of course i write my own lyrics like what what do you mean and they're like yeah there's a lot of artists that don't, that don't i was that. like like I, I did not know what a ghostwriter is i did not know that it existed i thought every single artist writes their own lyrics so i was very surprised when i you know uh, learned that a lot of people actually don't write their own lyrics no i'm like you if, know why a lot of people
1: think that they don't because mm-hmm. the, the music the the movie industry Mm. You have writers, and the art and the, the actors are just puppets. Yeah, that they repeat and they memorize. Yeah, I did. And I kind of knew that you did your writing, but mm. I just wanted those who did not know, and just yeah. to go on record that you actually do all your writing. How did you? Know? That that you do yeah. your own writing? Mm. When I watched nine nine six six, the the words that came out mm. were very much commensurate with your character. Mm. Like some of the words, had, I just I was eighty percent sure that that's something that kida tlemin gelbik. Yeah. That so that's why I I I was leaning more towards the fact that you do.
0: Mm. I'm glad it came you know, through. The,
1: the the Hijazi verbiage, the yeah. words. It's, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Alhamdulillah, I'm glad it came through like authentic. Yeah. You know, no, yeah. I mean I,
1: I I interpreted it as that.
0: Nice. I mean, even with brands, like I do songs for brands, and sometimes they give me the lyrics. I'm like, no, like <laughs> I want to rewrite it. I I would never like say someone else's words or someone else's lyrics. It feels like it's. Then I'm just a performer. I'm not an artist. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah.
1: I love that. I really do. Yeah schooling background uh you said that you well let's go with schooling first and mm-hmm. let's talk about your uh major that you're going to be going for master's in soon
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: where was uh, where did you start off where was school
0: here uh to the uh, prep grammar school international Um uh, yeah my arabic was broken when i was a kid <laughs> it was very very broken so i would consider english to be my first language um, and then I moved to Sweden for, like I did high school there for two years. That's when I learned the language and everything. Um, then I moved back and then I went to uni here and I just freshly graduated uh, uh, majoring in international relations and diplomacy and minoring in psychology. Mm. And I graduated in English, valedictorian, sir. Yeah, yeah. top of class. Yeah,
1: Now, why is it that a lot of people who come across rappers, they would immediately assume that they weren't studious.
0: I mean, stereotypes, I guess. Really. I'm just,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm repeating just what the general consensus yeah. is.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I love the fact that you break that mm-hmm. narrative.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't remember who said this to me, but they were like, "Belax, writing your own lyrics and being a lyricist and being a rapper, it's not easy. Like you do have to have some brains to do that, you some know? Literature. Yeah, so I'm like, well, how, how can I drop out to, you know what I mean? So. I, I do want to break that because I don't like that people say, um, oh, yeah, I dropped out to pursue music. I'm like, T- why? Like, why? Who said you have to choose? Like, that's one of the things that I live by, you know, call myself like jack of all trades. I don't like to choose one thing. Like, Why do one thing when you can do it all? And especially Baba and Mama, they're like, no, like, you, you can do this on the side. But you should also pursue, like, something because I am good at it, alhamdulillah, like, always, you know. Top of my class, never skipped class, never anything. Very studious. I was like student council president for three years, pajama, I was student council president in school. I was very like, you know, into school. So why push that aside? Because I wanna do music, just relax. I use what I learned and I put it shway, shway, like here and there in my lyrics, you know? So I try to um, kind of combine what I learned throughout my life and, you know, in studying education and put that kind of through my music you know because i feel like a lot of the stuff that i want to speak about you know um important like important uh um important things like just in life you know i i don't want to speak without knowledge because once you speak without knowledge it's like where where is she getting that google <laughs> you know so i don't want to be one of those people that's like um my words don't have value it's just coming out of You know, I'm like, no, I studied this This is, you know, especially with psychology And mental health I'm like, no, I studied this It's not coming from nowhere So
1: There's a a lot of that today though, huh? People speaking without knowledge And you can detect that from a mile away Exactly And the quickest way to find out how stupid a person is Is to let them speak Exactly How stupid or intelligent
0: Mm Mm-hmm 100% And then, you know, we just We don't look for someone's, like, credibility Or, like, verification We're just like, oh, yeah, oh, my God, is that true? Like, okay, where's the... Where's the you know the blue tick <laughs> next to your information? Like nobody knows like yeah. where that information is coming from. So just yeah. believe anything you hear. It's like no, you need to know where that you know what that person's Source. background is. Yeah, it's exactly. a lot of
1: fake out there. In there, yes, it's a it must lot. bother the hell out of you.
0: Yeah, kind because of, you bring this yeah.
1: realness to 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 the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like you know with my research and like what rap is and what it originally was. I feel like there. Maybe in the Arab rap game and rap game in general, like it's not like old school rapper, old school hip hop. It lost its value. Like now it's just about oh, how can I make views? How can I get hits? You know, let's talk about money. Let's talk about girls. Let's talk about you know, not a talk about like, you know, stuff that's actually important. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the rappers like J Cole and NF and Kendrick and Joyner because they do speak about stuff that's that's important. Yeah, you most, know,
1: most definitely.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, like, I just feel like that we need that here. It's I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for fame. I'm doing it because I want to, you know, spread messages. If it's messages that I believe in, if it's messages that other people believe in, like, that's why I do want to, you know, grow my platform and hear other people's stories and use that for, like, you know, voicing other people's whatever they're going through mm-hmm. and kind of speaking about it, you know. That's why, like, you know, my international relations background, I feel like it will come in handy when I'm, like, trying to study the world and study people and kind of use that as a vessel to deliver messages, so.
1: Definitely a jack-of-all-trades.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She wrote a song that's unreleased before called the Jyot, you know, like Goat. Jot, jack-of-all-trades. So, uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, I always want to be a Jyot and inshallah Goat. For now, I would say, yeah, jack-of-all-trades.
1: You know, most of the top rappers in the world, you look at them, even if you go back to like Tupac, to like more modern day, as you said, um, Kendrick Lamar Or um, You you just feel That there's a bit Of genius in them mm. Eminem for example As a as a lyricist mm. Sorry but his ability To To put together sentences mm-hmm. And be And be so articulate With his words Yeah can, can impress An English teacher At Cambridge University
0: Yeah Exactly I always just say There's something I was really good at math And I was like There's something Mathematical about it It's like there's this formula That these rappers have That no one knows about it's Just this combination Of words That is like yeah it's 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 sick like, or,
1: or like timberland or dr dre with their ability yes i do know a bit of hip hop
0: mm-hmm. i think you know ability, more than me صراحة, no, no I mean, chance I mean. <laughs>
1: absolutely not
0: yeah
1: <laughs> podcasting i might know more than mm-hmm. um so timberland with his ability to produce or dr dre
0: mm-hmm. like there is
1: some genius there yeah that would make a music teacher in one of the best music schools in the world be mm-hmm. like that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: Teach me how you did that. I uh, teach yeah. me how you did that. Mm-hmm.
1: You get a dre beat with Eminem or a uh, Timberland with like a, with the uh, or, or like or like the likes of Pharrell, for example. Mm-hmm. These guys are yeah artists slash geniuses in what they do. Magicians. Man. They are. They really are. Yeah. They don't get the appreciation and the recognition that they deserve.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just want to go back to nine six six one more time be- before we uh, move on to the next topic, because when we spoke, you said that in producing that music video nine six six, there was an element of, you know how they say, tell me without telling me, show yeah. me without showing me, mm-hmm. like the underlaying. Yeah, there was a message about addressing racism mm-hmm. in there. You mentioned it, and I forgot exactly what you said. Can mm-hmm. you just talk a little bit more about that?
0: Um, I mean, I love telling people to interpret my music the way that they want. And I also like reading in between the lines. So I want people to kind of, I wanted people to kind of see that with 966. So one of the the bars was He's saying light skin, brown skin, dark skin and seeing the people in it. I got every race, you know, uh, that I could find. Um, in a week, keep that in mind. Like I did a casting call on my it's Instagram crazy. story. I was like, anybody want to be in a music video? Like, yalla. Um, you know, and I tried to include as many colors and races as possible, which are all Saudi. Like there was a lot of, you know, the comments on that video kind of proved the amount of racism صراحة, that uh, that is existing, that a lot of people don't speak about. Locally. Yeah. Um and it, it kind of it didn't shock me because I knew it existed but just seeing it there like in the comments I'm like okay this just kind of proves my point you know because a lot of the comments were like oh no one in the video is Saudi like I'm like you know they it's not they all enough, are huh? like I don't understand and you know, just because of their color or whatever you know so yeah I mean the, I guess the song kind of did the the work for me so
1: know? it was it was racism in Saudi not globally
0: I mean both I would say both okay but because
1: you know. it's the elephant in the room sometimes, the racism Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a quote that I love um, and I I first stumbled upon it when I was studying international relations. Unity and diversity. I, I love that. Like, I lived in Sweden, I lived here, I went to international school and I do see a lot of unity in, in diversity. And I I love how you can meet a lot of people that are from extremely different backgrounds, different races and different perspectives. And you can still find something in common. You look at the things you have in common instead of looking at the things that kind of divide us you know, apart. So.
1: You know yeah. who gets it right?
0: Mm. Holland, mm. the Dutch. Yeah. They get it right. Yeah.
1: We spoke about your father and what he means to you and um, we can go on on a separate podcast entirely about him because it's so refreshing. Yeah. I mean it. Um, We didn't talk about your mom and what kind of effect she's had on your life.
0: Okay, so... If you don't mind. No, of course, of course. Uh, Mama's the behind the scenes of behind the scenes. You know, Baba's like there, everyone sees him, but Mama's, uh, you know, um, she supports me behind the scenes in her own way. She's more traditional, but... um, I think she kind of pushed me more in terms of like the education uh she's a doctor um and she wanted me to be a doctor first and it was it was always a battle you know between me and her but i love that she pushed me to kind of like pursue education no matter what it is she's like ma you you know go forward in terms of your career with music i want you to get your masters i want you to get your phd and when i was younger i was like like, why are you pushing me? And then now I'm like, no, thank you for that, you know? And the jolt factor, the jack of all trades factor is from her. Like, she's a doctor and she she's always dabbled in a lot of businesses, you know what I mean? She's always like, oh, for that, a lot of masharia, a lot of projects. She never wanted to stick to one thing. So that's kind of where I was like, why just do this? Let's do this and this and that. So, so yeah, I kind of um, got that trait from mama and know uh, why pick one thing. So good combo, Mom and baba. Yeah. I was going to
1: say, it's nice to have both sides of the coin.
0: Yeah, yeah, alhamdulillah. I mean, uh, I would say I was raised, I wouldn't say spoiled, but I was, you know, a little shwaya because it was just me and them and it was very, like, all the focus was on me. I didn't share with any siblings or anything. So it was just very, um, always alayah, and I'm very grateful for that. But I also advise you, like, I'm glad you have a girl coming on the way. Like, don't just have one kid because it could get lonely sometimes. So, but I am grateful for that. I feel like that, you know shaped me into who i am kind of just writing solo for a lot of my life so yeah
1: did she ever push back on your potential career you wanting to become a rapper did she ever say um can you go see, can you do? can you do something else
0: um she didn't understand it at first um even baba <laughs> even baba he wasn't like this from the beginning you know he was uh, it took a little bit of time to convince him because he didn't really i mean both of them didn't really see like what the potential was cuz okay you say music industry and what can i show them what rap song can i play on, in car without it having cuss words or then you know rapping about something inappropriate and they'll be like, yeah, okay, you can do this. I I was like, it. I'm like, there's nothing I can show them. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. It was all lapeaf, <laughs> you know. So I was like, you know. It's got a bad rep. <laughs> extremely bad rep. And I was like, that's what I that's what I want to change, you know? So with mama, I think she tries to understand it, you know, because I don't think it, you know, has done the effect that I wanted to do yet. I need to, you know, produce more and make more for like moment to realize, or a lot of people to realize, oh, okay, this is what she, you know, she aims to do. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, she supports me because she loves me, but she's not gonna be like, yeah, I totally understand this. Cause I think a lot of people don't, even me, I just, like, I know this is gonna go somewhere, I don't know where, but I know and there's a good goal with it, you know? So, yeah.
1: It helped you surface. Yeah. And be noticed and have a platform.
0: Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah.
1: And um and even if nothing happens after this and I, and I know a lot will happen after this there's you know already a win mm-hmm. something in the win column. Yeah. You know, you have a platform to spread the message that uh you know you are striving to spread.
0: Yeah. Alhamdulillah. That's the that's the goal.
1: Yep. Do you mind if we do a live for like 3 yeah, 4 minutes? Yeah, of course. Um <clears throat> what would you say today in your life? something that you do or an experience that you have when do you feel most alive
0: it's a very uh, very good question um when someone asks me a question like that i kind of think of like mental health and it's a it's a deep question to ask someone because i think i lost that feeling a long time ago like maybe when i was a teenager i would feel alive and but i think that kind of went with um you know ups and downs of life and depression and all that I only feel alive when I feel like I'm making an impact on someone else. If someone else is smiling from something I said or did or gave or whatever it is. I'm like, okay, it's good. Like, uh, now I know I'm still alive. Like I know I'm doing something, you know, but if it's just something I do for myself, I don't, I don't feel joy. So anything I do that can put a smile on someone's face or affect someone in a nice way or something like that, then I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I, I feel good. I feel sure alive, you know.
1: How about beauty? How do you define beauty, or or what in life is beautiful to you?
0: Um, it's a good question.
1: Uh, all my questions are good.
0: Yeah, they're they're very hard-hitting. Um, I want to say something deep, Shoya. I see beauty in everything, but myself. I see it like uh, from a any outside perspective. I just I appreciate a lot of small things and small details that I see in people. Small like. I don't know, I notice things in people that they don't notice in themselves or they don't if someone like loses one kilo, I'm like, did you lose weight? Like did you, you know, did you did you, did you, you know? I notice all these Sorry. details. Like bizyada, you know? And I um yeah, I think it's it's beautiful when you give back. I my whole life I've Amazing. been uh I've been a giver to a point where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I've been like since I was a kid. I don't know like where it kind of stems from, I think maybe from being an only child, it was kind of, Ah, oh, sorry.
1: Right on time.
0: I need to, <laughs> I need to remind mama okay. to take her medication. I'm
1: so glad Instagram glad we... gets to see this.
0: <laughs> we have a pact that wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, I need to remind her and, uh, to take her meds.
1: That's the sweetest thing. So. Bravo.
0: Thank you. Okay.
1: All right, guys, we're going to say goodbye to you guys. You can catch the episode in two weeks. We've got jada here over and out Hi. yeah before your mom uh you were talking about giving back mm. and how beautiful that is
0: yeah so they kind of <laughs> and Baba, as he's looking at me um yeah I mean I I gave a lot in my life and I never regret you know doing that but it's it has reached a point where I take minandi and I and I give to a point where I don't have anything left for myself but I think that's one of the um, attributes that I like most about myself, that I always, you know, um, love to give. And I feel like the more that I grow and the more that my, inshallah, my platform grows, whatever I'm doing is for people, it's not for myself. You know, especially in terms of music, I don't do it for me. I do it for whoever can get impacted or whatever effect it can have on, inshallah, one person. Like, that's that's enough for me. I don't do it for myself. I Actually, like, you know, shocker, I don't listen to music. I used to love music and I couldn't do anything without listening to music, you know? I don't... I don't... I enjoy silence more than... She has a
1: good heart, huh? Too much.
0: Thank you. Um, Yeah, I don't listen to music. I enjoy silence more than anything. Um, Before I used to... I can't do anything without like music on. Um, But yeah, I think a few years ago, maybe two or three years ago, I just started to kind of enjoy the silence. And I feel like my thoughts and my ability to write is not influenced by anyone else's lyrics or anyone else's, you know... any type of music or because i feel like when you listen to a lot of other rappers or a lot of other songs or genres or whatever it will affect like what comes out of you so i just feel like let me see what what comes out of me without being you know influenced by anyone else's music so i yeah me and baba sit in the car for like an hour like going or whatever and there's no music on it's just us enjoying the silence and i uh i used to it was one of i think it was one of my fears before to if it's just a room just full of silence, I'm like, oh my God, like I can't, like I just need need I to put on a show, some something like just background noise. Yeah, I need something. I'll like lose my mind if there's no sound on. And now I just, I love silence. Do
1: you meditate?
0: Um, I try. It doesn't really work. I'm a very like, now I seem laid back, but I think me as a person, like Yara, I'm very like, I'm like, like I'm, I'm very like, let's go, let's do this, let's do that, you know? So I just sitting and like, meditating just seems like my mind is, does not go quiet so it's a bit hard for me you know it depends so um, for the
1: people who can't tame their mind mm. and uh, achieve clarity mm. meditation is the number one recommendation yeah in the world but what people who do suffer from too much thoughts you know who are just anxiety and all that yeah the pharmaceutical industry mm. steps in and gives them pills yeah so they can make money yeah Pills and antidepressants only makes you dependent on those things. Mm. I like that we're going here now. Yeah. Because I know people who went on antidepressants and can't come off it. Yeah. I know people who had mental issues, depression, anxieties, panic attacks, you name it. Yeah. They would spend time in nature. Mm. They would work out. They would eat clean. They would get their two or three liters of water a day. Yeah. They would meditate. Yeah. They would not miss their five prayers a day. Mm -hmm. They would do those things that make them... And they have recovered to yeah. the best version of themselves.
0: Yeah, I feel that too. I mean, I have my fair share, like, background with antidepressants. I, I hate Prozac. <laughs> like, just so bad. I hate Prozac. That, like, Is that anti... An, anti- that's an antidepressant. Yes, it's one of the most, like, known antidepressants. Yeah, yeah, I know
1: that. I've heard that name
0: a lot. I hate it. It ruined a very big part of my life. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still recovering from being off it. Um, I've been told not to stop cold turkey. But when I saw myself, like, literally losing myself, not able to... To get out of bed, it actually made my depression a lot worse. I was like, no, nah, like I'm not gonna let it control me, and all doctors advice not to stop it. I was like, I just threw it in the trash, and I was That's like, no, I'm, I'm done.
1: That's amazing.
0: And you know, side effects when you just stop something cold turkey, but I'm like, I don't care. I don't yeah. want that to control me, you know. But I do feel like it did affect me. I mean, I'm I'm a very um i was diagnosed uh, multiple times before like uh, bipolar sometimes i choose to believe it sometimes i choose not to. Yeah. i'm a gemini what are you talking about like it's yeah. just not bipolar so you know it depends mental health is always a struggle it's um some days i feel like i believe it sometimes i don't sometimes it's just up and down it depends like this interview wouldn't go this way today if it, we had it tomorrow it would be completely different jada like you you don't know you know so yeah i think me as a person i i wouldn't say i'm you wouldn't get the same person every day. Like, it depends. I'm a very, like, roller coaster, I guess, person, you know? Um, I try to, I wouldn't say fake, but as Jara, I try to have, like, a specific, um, I know, like, this podcast, you want people to be real. So I feel like I'm opening up more. But as Jara, I'm like, what do you mean feelings? What do you mean emotions? Like, nah, I'm, I'm good. What's up, you know? But then if we do go deeper and we talk about Yara, and it's like, you know, I'm a very emotional person. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, uh, You know, I like showing both.
1: Do you think, are you you showing both at least, you know, since the last 45 minutes of recording this episode have both come out?
0: Yeah, for sure. Especially now, like just talking about the, you know, the uh, sensitive side, emotions and all that. Like, you don't, you don't see that with rap. Like so far what I've put out, I don't show that side. Who wants to listen to a rapper crying? Like, it's not going to, you know what I mean? I do want to address, like, mental health and stuff in my music. I have a lot of ideas that I want to, like, insane ideas. But it's just, I think, with time, you know, it will come. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that I struggled with. And I feel like visually, like, if we do a music video, it's going to be, like, insanely sick. Like, with mental health, with bipolar, with eating disorders, like, I think... I have insane ideas in the future to kind of address that in music videos. But for now, it's like let's build the platform until you have enough people that want to listen to that deeper side because there's two types of people that listen to I guess music or rap music in general they're the ones that want to bop their head and just have fun and forget life and not think about anything deep you know and there's the ones that want to listen to the lyrics want to listen to what the artist is saying and the message that's there so you know I want to try and play on both you know so it's not like oh my god it's jara again you know deep like khalas yani, you know so I try to show you show you
1: keeps the audience on their toes
0: yeah don't know what to expect there's a nice
1: angle there actually where it's not the same person yeah and you actually appeal to a wider audience if they're... Exactly. Which one do you like more?
0: Jara or Yara?
1: You probably never asked that
0: question. Uh, um, it's, a, it's a good one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if I saw Jara, I might be intimidated by her. Like, I do understand. Sometimes people see the persona and they're like, "Ah, oh, she's probably cocky. She's probably, you know, shy nafsa. she's drop out whatever like these assumptions that i hear about me i'm like no like
1: Def- definitely the impression i got
0: yeah a lot of people think that you know um and then they meet me and then they're like oh my god you're actually nice i'm like surprise <laughs> you know um i like yara's heart i like jada's confidence so there you go yeah
1: that's that's
0: yeah thank mm-hmm. you for asking that
1: yeah it's funny how when you Heard it, you were like, I don't, in your mind, you were like, Yeah, and then the answer uh, was like, You painted the picture perfectly in two lines Yada's heart, Jada's confidence. Yeah, it's beautiful. I don't think we are done moving from mental health enough. There was something when you were talking, I just got like an analogy or a picture of how the industry works i want to go back to it for a second yeah and i couldn't help but think of a tennis court mm-hmm. where the ball is mo or Yara or jada the customer mm-hmm. the patient mm-hmm. and player a is big pharma the pharmaceuticals and player mm-hmm. p is doctor player b is doctor mm-hmm. and we are the ball being sent over the net to the doctor yeah the doctor takes our money, hits us back to big pharma. Mm. Big pharma takes our money, hits us back to doctor. We are that ball that's going back and forth, Mm. back and forth. Exactly. You know what's out of this court? Mm. What I mentioned to you earlier, Mm. self-healing.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: if someone comes up to me and says, Mo, um, if I hear someone had a panic attack, Mm -hmm. someone close to me or suffers from anxiety, because I did, Mm. I had all those. Mm. I'd ask them a few questions about their lifestyle. One of the first questions I'd ask them is, Are you praying? Mm-hmm. Because praying, the energy that I get after a prayer, yeah, is the same energy I get after 40, 50 minutes in the gym, mm. in terms of how good I feel about myself. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. one. Mm. Second thing is nature, getting out, journaling,
0: yeah,
1: meditation is is there. Mm. You just do two two or three of those things, Yeah. they will beat any Prozac, Mozac. Exactly. And, but it's almost like a life hack that mm-hmm. nobody, very few go in that direction. Yeah. And all go to conventional. Well, well the doctor said, I got it. The doctor's trying to make a buck off you so he can pay rent.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like that's, you remind me of Mama, Shwaya, because when I first, like, you know, started to get depressed or whatever, and she's like, <laughs> I'm like, mama, like, you don't say that. Like, you were just, you know, used to listening. you know no, that's not something nice to say to someone who has mental health. And I'm just pray, did you try it? And uh, and then that's also another stereotype that I like to break. People see what I look like, whatever. And they're like, they, and then comes and I'm like, just BRB, I'm going to go pray. And they're, and they're like, what? Like, they don't understand, you know, what's happening. I'm like, no, like, why are you just judging by the, you know? So, no, I, I, I mean, I got closer to God, like, and, um, me praying more helped way more than any, you know, any drugs I was given by his pharmacies, whatever. Like it did help a lot, Sarah, like a lot. Cause he is your best friend. Like uh, a lot of times I'm just, you know, like I said, only child I was alone in Sweden. That was literally the only thing that I had, yeah. you know? So yeah, I mean, don't be, I would say, like don't get reactive when someone says like, try to get, you know, closer to God or try to, you know. I used to be very reactive. Mama tells me, go pray. I'm like you don't understand. Why you, you're your doctor. Why would you say that to me, you know? And then, uh, then I realized, no, she was actually right. I think the more you grow, the more you realize your parents, <laughs> your parents are right, you know? You Absolutely. Know? Yeah, you I'm, through, st-
1: I'm still realizing that.
0: Yeah, you go through that rebellious phase and you're like, you don't understand. Like, mama, baba, you don't get it. And then you grow up and you're like, oh, oh okay. You were, you were right, so. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. I
1: told Adam to go to his room I'm like my god this sounds like my mom yeah if, uh, it's like history
0: repeats yeah exactly
1: 100% any fears in life
0: uh, I think this stems from me <laughs> why did you smile Baba yeah.
1: I, <laughs> I saw a bit of movement even though those those lights are blinding and I could see the silhouette of your father doing
0: what's my fear Baba huh
1: <laughs> he said no he said no no fears. he shook his head
0: um i mean
1: is there a fear that that he doesn't know about
0: i think of not doing enough not i guess being a nobody kind of like it's i think it stems from me always giving and always trying to like any person that i meet i try not to like be empty-handed. I try to give something. I try whatever it is. You know, it's uh, my love language. I guess always giving to people since I was a kid. So I feel like me leaving this earth and not leaving something behind for people or can impact in any way. I'm like, oh, like my my life was wasted. I did not do anything. I did not use my time wisely. I lesh why was I here in the first place? You know, and it comes from that like. I guess, generosity that I have. Like, whenever I get anything, whenever I get a paycheck, whenever I get whatever, I'm like, yalla, let's, let's, I'm Oprah. Wallah, no, Oprah. I'm just like, you get this, you get this, you get this. I'm just like, I just want to give stuff. Like, I just want to give gifts. And I, like, Baba always tells me, he's like, you gotta save your money. I'm like, no, 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 I want to give. Like, I just, doesn't matter, like, who I give it to. I'm just like, I just want to give back. Why keep it to myself when you can make someone else happy with it, you know? So, yeah, just leaving life and not making enough of an impact or like helping someone whoever it is uh, that's like one of my biggest fears
1: do you know how rare that is though generosity is it it's only getting rarer really yeah people are uh, it's an all-time selfishness to the world
0: mm. Come i on. think i think living in sweden showed me that saraha. I, I have been in very like a lot of situations i'm like oh my god yeah. like so individualistic like they don't they do not care like I'm like, oh my god, that's really like that's really sad. It's all about to be me, me, me. Yeah, exactly. Capitalism. Exactly. I noticed that. That's why I don't have a lot of friends. Baba's my best friend. That's it. I don't really have a lot of friends because you make me cry. خلاص <laughs> والله, <laughs> me too. Like I, I used to have so many friends. Like I was extremely social. Like I planned my day. Okay, see this person from two to three. This person from like all the time. Never free. And I realized the amount of generosity and like just me being there for people was way more than whatever like I I don't do it to get it back but I never received that like five percent from from uh, from those other people I'm like I'm I'm done doing that and I would rather save that for people that actually deserve it in the future and give it back to people that actually you know deserve that generosity because I've given a lot and people just you know, and, uh, call me at 3 a.m., I'm like, I'm a, you know, I'm I'm here, I'm down, and, uh, you know, like I'm ready to to be there. It doesn't matter who you are, it Doesn't it doesn't matter how long we've known each other, like I, I got your back, you know. I, you
1: don't expect it in return, right? No. Yeah, because then you'd be so disappointed. Yeah, no. Very smart.
0: I mean, yeah, I never did it to get it in return, but I did go through a phase where I was very sad. I was like, I didn't need it, but I'm just like, oh, that's sad that, you know, that person wouldn't do that yeah. for you. But it's, you know, it didn't stop me from giving. Baba's like, learn from your mistakes. I'm like, what? I can't see. <laughs> like, I just I just kept doing it. And I'm, I don't regret it at all. Like, the stuff that I, you know, sacrificed and that I gave for people, I don't I don't regret it at all. I'm continuing to be that person. Because I feel like a lot of times people are like, me, 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 like you said. I know, I know. What can I do for myself? I'm like, no. give. I'll give back to you one day, you know, so.
1: Your wisdom is someone of a 35-year-old. Okay. Uh, but you're probably 27. 25. 25. Mm. You are, your wisdom is 10 years older. Thank you. And at 25, it's... By the way, I don't say things just to make people feel better. Like, Ma if it's not there, I just don't say it. Yeah. I will never say something if I didn't think it's there. Yeah. Um, Keep that with you throughout your life. Because this whole you know bob is my best friend small circle uh generosity a few other things you mentioned mm-hmm. is such a good trait to to have in life thank you and at 25 no sorry 25 typically their best friends are you know or exactly. whoever your yeah. parents are not your best friend at 25. yeah very rare mashallah yeah good head on your shoulders
0: i think I moving to it. sweden at 17 i grew up really fast yeah. i had to grow up he fast. That so so yeah, I'm I'm glad for that though, mm-hmm. you know. Um when you are growing up and a lot of trauma hits you and a lot of you know ups and downs, you you hate it. But the saraha, I'm very grateful that I went through these things or else I wouldn't, you know, you know, be here speaking about the things that I want to speak about because you know, there's beauty in pain. There's so much beauty in pain. I feel like a lot of people that are successful and a lot of people that have huge goals come it comes from pain. It comes from something deeper. So I'm I'm glad that. Life hasn't been extremely easy. And I'm glad that pain was there because that's why I do what I do. That's why I want to keep doing more, you know. So, yeah.
1: Why is this thing anyone has ever told you?
0: Why not? Why not? We spoke about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... So many times, like I just have these big goals. I'm like, oh, I wish I can do this, and I wish I could do this, and I wish I could be part of the UN, and I wish I could do this, and part of the parliament in Sweden, part of me. and um, I was like, why not? I'm like, Baba, like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, why not? I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, before when I used to show you, I care about numbers, I'm like, I wanna hit a million views on this track. I wanna, he's like, why not? I'm like, it's a nice way of looking at life. I mean, because I'm very harsh on myself, and I'm, I would say, realistic, Slash pessimistic, sure yeah. I don't, I wouldn't say I'm an optimist at all. I actually I feel like um, a wise way to look at life and affirm myself, and I wouldn't recommend any of for myself. I felt like being pessimistic helped me more than being optimistic. Yeah um i mean when i first went to sweden like i told you i was smiling i was happy i was excited i had like, expectations and i was like, very positive and i just it just all kind of came crashing down and it all just hit me hard and i'm like oh okay and that's what kind of shocked me and made me you know get low and depressed and then when i started expecting the worst and then the bare minimum happens i'm like oh okay that's uh that's decent but when you're like super optimistic and positive life will disappoint you but when you expect the worst and then you get and you're like oh today was a good day i didn't you know didn't die so we're good you know so yeah i i I feel like not expecting anything and kind of being uh, expecting the worst is is a good way of uh, looking at life so
1: you think outside the box a lot
0: what box (laughs) exactly
1: i'd love it um would you change anything about your life if you were born again and that might tie into a question of do you have any regrets Mm. but looking back is there something that you'd want to change with your life so far
0: i wouldn't say no i don't think so i mean before yeah i would be like i wish life was easier but like i said beauty and pain if i did not go through life which happens to everyone any whether you like it or not um i wouldn't be here and it, it builds a lot of character and i think if i was just you know Adi life, no problems, no no struggles. Like, what would I be accomplishing? I would probably be wanting a 9 to 5 and not having a bigger goal than, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel sad for people that kind of lived the life of privilege and haven't really gone through anything. I'm like, like, good for you, but, you are know, like, that's, you know, it's a bit uh, very 2D, you know? And I can't have a long conversation with them. I just kind of not lose interest, but I'm like... I mean, you're you're, you know, what are, what are you speaking about? There's nothing deep you can speak about to that person because they haven't seen life yet, you know? Um, and yeah, that's where the wisdom and you feel like I'm older, it's because you go through stuff. So I'm very glad that I that I went through a lot of stuff in life. Um yeah, beauty and pain. Yeah.
1: I read a a chart about easy versus hard. Mm-hmm. And if I can just try to memorize it. It was hard days, strong person, easy life. Mm. As opposed to easy days, mm. weak person, hard life. Yeah. Do, do you see that? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want to be the first? Yeah. Hard days, strong person,
0: mm. easy life. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, imagine sitting in a room and like everyone been through life and they have something to talk about and you're just there like,
1: like a sitting duck
0: you know you will just you know there's there is beauty in it you know you can relate to other people Cry together Feel the same emotions Feel the same pain I feel like You can connect with more people When you do talk about deeper stuff And more emotional stuff And mental health And, and like pain in general yeah. Then like Oh let's party Let's yeah. you know that's shallow
1: let's, as, yeah. as you know
0: what Yeah When you're younger It's just like yeah Let's have fun Let's you know Just friends And I used to be like that I'm just like I just want friends I just want people around me Doesn't matter if you're a good person Doesn't matter if you're gonna be there For me in the future No I just wanna And I realized I'm like if I really need, like something happened to me, and I really needed that person to be there, would they? And then you know, I realized it's almost like you
1: don't <laughs> want to know. Like yeah. I never want to need them. Yeah, So exactly. it's not confirmed.
0: <laughs> exactly, because I, I know the answer to that. Yeah, now. exactly. So
1: just don't want it to be confirmed. Yeah, exactly. Something people should experience once in their life. Hmm. Um, Dropping a song.
0: I mean, I don't feel anything I, when I, knew I drop you were right. Say, no, I know. <laughs> I was kidding. Um. It's a good question i think maybe we can circle back to it we could, we could we could
1: yeah can i give you mine yeah heartbreak
0: heartbreak yeah mm.
1: because you're naive until you have your heart broken mm. makes you stronger true i i firmly believe what doesn't kill you makes you stronger
0: that's true
1: heartbreak taught me a lot yeah uh i think it was 17 oh. and, and i was just had my wits about me after that mm. or, or one second you know whatever you have now yeah uh can be gone. That's when I realize everything's temporary. Mm-hmm. That's when I realize that if what I have right now is not something that I'm enjoying, give it a second. It yeah. could be a year, two, three, but everything is mm. temporary mm. Um, yeah. I think that goes back into um expectations, mm. you know expect less yeah. like two bars the the less you expect, maybe the higher the happiness, but with the more and the expectation exceeds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Happiness takes a toll. We'll circle back to think, your uh, answer. I
0: expect nothing. Appreciate everything. Yeah, yeah, always. Really,
1: that's such a good way to live life.
0: Yeah, I think. I think I know the answer. I would say, detox from everything in life. Like I, you know, when I made that jump from realizing that having a lot of friends and fake friends is like marudai, kind of just a waste of time, was when I I moved back from. Actually, I had a lot of friends here, and when I went to Sweden they all disappeared you know for some reason okay I'm like, okay cool okay started my life again in sweden started making a lot of friends was there for four years made a lot of close friends you know and then moved back to saudi none of them asked about me they all disappeared and i was like i'm gonna keep doing this effort and making friends and making connections just for them to disappear once i move and um look like, you know what? let me try something i just deleted all my social media instagram snapchat all that i just completely wow. deleted everything um how long for one month wow and this was like before, like I used to post stories every day. I was very active. We used to have Snapchat. I hate Snapchat now, but before I used to like post everything. Yeah, yeah. no one's on that. Yeah. Uh, I used to post every day and then I just disappeared for a month. And I was like, any- anyone who follows me, any any friends or whatever, you see someone posting every day and then they disappear for a month. Like you will notice, like even if you're busy with life, you know? So, and then I redownloaded everything a month later. One message from one person. That was it. The friend that I had back in Sweden. No That's it. way. That's and that's when I kind of woke up and it was it was really funny because like I, you know, downloaded it and I was like screen recording my screen and I was like, Oh my god, like I'm gonna get out so many notifications now and it was like ding and I was like, Oh, cool, okay. Um, and that was kind of a huge wake up call, like insane wake up call. Because I could have died and nobody would have known, you know? And that's when I realized I was like, You put in way too much effort and attention for people that don't don't deserve it. Not many you
1: know? would have shared that story.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know why? Why? Because it shows you the reality of social media.
1: Because people like sharing what makes them look good. Exactly. The story you just shared
0: mm-hmm.
1: doesn't necessarily make you look good. Yeah. And you shared it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a loner. Like, I don't care if anyone's going to say, oh my gosh, she doesn't have friends. No. <laughs> yeah, and no, I don't mind that. You know, I used to, uh, like, I don't want that fake, like, look, I'm going to post this and look like I have, like, an insane life. No, I'm pretty much in my room it's most really of the refreshing. time, it's chilling with Baba. Yeah. Just you know uh dealing with life i mean not really last i was thinking i would think i i became very socially awkward i used to be very social right now i'm like let's avoid people as much as possible you know so uh so yeah, yeah.
1: yeah with age i think you know we just become more selective
0: yeah it's a good thing
1: yeah. to be forensic with the type of energy you allow into your area exactly. of boundaries yeah is top level self-care
0: yeah Thing is, I let now I let people in, but I don't. And I don't know how to explain it. It's more like if you need help, I'll give you. But that's it. Like I'm, I'm not gonna be like a like. Oh, sorry, I can't help you. No, like that generosity is still there, even if I feel like those people don't deserve it. I'm still very like I'm there, Faza. I'm always there to help, but I don't expect more than that. I'm like, let just help, and then just that's it, you know. And uh, yeah, I think my advice would be any kind of for. People that kind of want to detox. Um, on WhatsApp, you'd have like a lot of chats. I started them and I was like, "What? what is this serving me? What purpose is this serving me? My chat, I have like two groups, work or whatever. And I have Bob and Mama, that's it. I don't really have any chats. And that kind of like woke me up. And, and when I did that social media detox and WhatsApp was gone, I was like, Whatever chats continue to come every week, those are the chats that you keep because those are the people that are talking to you every week and asking about you and checking if you're alive. The chats that like once every few months or once every year, I'm like, why are you why are you there? So mentally I'm just like, these people don't don't exist in my life, you know? So yeah, I don't know, it was just a thing that I did for myself to kind of show like don't expect to get a to get a hadith you know? So so yeah.
1: Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh Something people don't know about you, either one of you.
0: Uh I think I showed a lot of it in this uh this podcast. I don't think people have uh, seen this side, okay. Um yeah, like Jara, yo, what's up? I'm cool, you know, like there's no emotions. It's like this persona that comes on, and I feel like I was more Yara in this interview than I was in anything else, yeah, yani, you know. Um so yeah, one of the things would be I am an emotional person. I'm a very sensitive person. And I'm very, I notice, I'm very sentimental. And I don't think people know that if they just know Jara, I don't think they know that. Until they meet me personally, they're like, oh, okay. You're not the same like at all. I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah, me like me today. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a bit taken aback by what I'm seeing. Yeah. 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 And I think that's the beauty of these one-on-one conversations. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I fell in love with, honestly, not, not, not to talk about what the hell it is that I do? But podcasting in general, because mm. it's one on one, there isn't a hundred people. It's not like yeah. these, you know, talk shows Fallon or
0: yeah, exactly.
1: That person kind of, you know, breaks character. Mm-hmm. Actors, musicians, artists—they all do when they go on the big ones. Yeah, they, you know, they take their glasses off and they have a heart to heart. Yeah, and you see the real person. Yeah, that's why the industry. Mm-hmm has really become a major player in the media
0: game. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I mean, before I could never listen to like a podcast. I'm like, I'm going to hear this person talk for like two hours. I mean, shoot me. But then now podcasts over like songs and music any day, like I'm like, oh, wow. Like it really feels like you're getting to know that person. So yeah, podcasts are sick, man. Like insane. صراحة. So,
1: Something you wish to accomplish before uh, before our time is done
0: um i feel like there's so much that i want to but i cannot like pinpoint them and put them as goals. I feel like where I reached now, which isn't that far, but I feel like where I reached now came organically without me planning for it. And it just, you know, Rabbana just kind of happened, alhamdulillah. And I feel like that will continue to happen without me kind of, you know, I would say, push yourself, but don't pressure yourself. If I have like, oh, I need to do this. and It's it's gonna become like not organic and I'm gonna put way too much like pressure on it. So it's like one of the, the close goals that I would say I would wanna achieve is, um. I want to get my master's in IR, international Relations, and I want to get my PhD because I want to break that stereotype and you need to drop out to pursue art or pursue music. Like, I, I really don't like that, saraha. Um and Yeah, I kind of want to prove that you can do both, like Dr. Jara, you know, yeah. like I, I really want to. might take a while to get there, but I, I would definitely love to change my username to Dr. Jara. So, yeah, I think it's going to so be cool. a good ring to it yeah
1: and that also surprised me when we spoke that you said you want to go do your masters Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i don't know why but i didn't anticipate that yeah and and that's again like a a, a check in the ambition or ambitious column of yours
0: yeah i feel like you know they kind of like complement each other in a way like i feel like soft power is way more stronger than hard power these days you know influence is with what you can do with the platform is way more than, you know, like it's it's insane. صراحة. And me using whatever I'm going to learn in my master's and what I already learned in international relations and psychology and putting that in my music and kind of being like a Safira or whatever, or maybe being in the Swedish because I'm moving back to Sweden, right? So if I'm in the parliament or anything like that, the influence I can have through soft power, I think, is is any very good, good combination between music and what I studied. So... Yeah, I would say like any, you know, they complement each other very they nicely. Do. They, they do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if I didn't do music, I would probably be writing articles or something. But who's gonna who's gonna sit and read these things? Like, it's a very niche, you know. Music, um, music travels. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: how, how come back to Sweden?
0: Uh, masters in Ak- you can do the Masters uh, there. A yes.
1: Couple yeah. of years. Mm-hmm. Come
0: back. Yeah, and so- I feel like I need it because I feel like I when I moved back to Saudi again. I isolated I isolated myself, like, you know, because of the, I told you, the back and forth, and not losing friends, and then I'm just like, I'm coming back now, I know my plans is to move back again, so I'm not going to go through this a third time, and waste energy, and just, no, I'm going to, you know, do my best, graduate, top of my class, inshallah, which, alhamdulillah, happened, and I'm just going to, you know, focus on my grind, focus on my, you know, uh, lyricism and improving, and then I'm going to move back to Sweden and see what happens with the... Uh, with life, Yanni. So yeah. Love it. Yeah.
1: Um, before we wrap it up, I um I want to hear you rap. Oof. Yeah. I knew
0: you were gonna. No, but me listen, it we like... don't have
1: to. If you if you don't want to, like I wanted to like get one of my favorite beats, and n- you can think about it.
0: Okay. We're gonna keep all this in the. I, was like, I knew this was gonna we're happen. Gonna, you can think
1: about it while I turn that speaker
0: on. <laughs>
1: You know oh why God. I'm giving you time? What? So you
0: can think of your bars. Yeah. I always hate when someone tells me to freestyle. I'm like, I don't I don't freestyle. My anxiety no, 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 no. does not Go let me freestyle. Don't freestyle.
1: Uh, and my uh, my Why?
0: Swedish? My... Uh, well,
1: the we knew exactly what to say. So
0: they
1: okay. not <laughs> and <laughs> um I don't want it to freestyle. Maybe it can just be from from memory.
0: Um Yeah. I definitely want
1: to choose Show me. the ash the beat. Um Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got one. I got one. I got one. Okay. Yeah.
0: Let's test if she's a real rapper. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I know the answer to that. Okay.
0: When I'm alone, I freestyle really easily. Like, I can freestyle. But as soon as someone's like yellow I'm like.
1: Deer in the headlights. What?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right
1: about oh. Okay Jar. Make
0: sure you don't get copyrighted huh? What what beat you choose Shit Yeah
1: I own the Mosho Melody But um, It's not very uh, beatish Let's give it a shot
0: Try to beatbox <laughs> No you're gonna get copyrighted I am? Yeah for sure Damn Yeah 100% um,
1: Okay Random, hip hop beat.
0: Yeah.
1: Freestyle rap beats, hard room rap. Okay. Oh my god, oh. I see you on this.
0: Oh my god. End all like beat. Like okay. Okay, so I start from the top. nice. I
1: Louder, lower.
0: No, it's good like that.
1: Okay. From the top people. Okay. We got
0: Yara in the studio. No pressure, huh? Okay. And I'm like <laughs> Sending dog after one overdriver yog. bar water leave. a tanker, varie dog, so immediata, or hoodie Lady bar at to the Om for I'm done, I'm done. I can't keep going. <laughs> so <laughs> good. It was so good <laughs> thank you don't this, put me a, don't put me on the spot there's a, again there's a
1: break <laughs> now maybe the arabic <laughs> we're
0: good like that oh my god i love yeah. it
1: i love it i love it.
0: yeah
1: by the way if you said that no i don't want to do it i would have cut all that out
0: yeah and, i mean um,
1: and if you still don't like it i'll cut it out
0: no it's just fine it. yeah. sounded okay
1: i was g-ish review. Thank, thank you so much thank you um, what, are you, what are you up to uh, Besides masters Like music um, Can we anticipate To see anything coming out In the next couple of months
0: uh, When is this podcast gonna This come podcast
1: out? is going to come out In Two weeks
0: I think Waktaha will be My music video is going to come out I think at the same first time First week of September Mofrood um, yeah First week of September Or last week of August okay. We'll see I think um, Awesome But yeah It's uh, Should I plug it Please yeah? Of course It's called Afa um, I'll give you the visuals If it's a uh, yeah, uh, you can put it maybe in the video and okay. the podcast. Yeah, it's called Afa. This song is like my baby. Cause I feel like 966 was, I did it because I wanna, you know, start somewhere and I wanna, you know, well before, before I was like, I'm never gonna rap in Arabic. I don't wanna rap in Arabic. Baba was like, you need to rap that. I was like, la la, la 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 no, 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 please. Like, no way. And I was like, this is, and you, know, you can't speak you know, I'm so comfortable now that we're doing a podcast in English. Like, I always worry that, like, oh, my God, Lazim Arabi. And, and I know I'm combining Arabic now. But I got a lot of hate for doing rap in English when I started. They were like, why are you speaking English all the time? And um, I
1: I get it. I get and, it a lot. So.
0: Yeah. And I, um, I feel so like you did the
1: Arabic. That's when you I
0: had to. That's when 966. Like, I was like, I need to.
1: But by the way, you you own it. Quite nicely. Really? Yeah.
0: I felt like it sounded so off in the beginning, yeah?
1: No, no. Uh, But all I, I I don't know your Swedish rap. All I've seen from you is the Arabic rap. Yeah. And I was like, wow, she owns that space. Yeah. Something that just came, it fell in your lap, kind of. Yeah,
0: fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I did not feel comfortable. I was like pushing it for a year and Baba was like, Arabic. I was like, no, not going to happen. And I realized, you know, uh, when I chose to do 966, I was like, this is what people want to hear. And you can't. But you want to, you want to, right? You want to send the message, but you're lost in translation. So you need to do it, Arabic, you need to do it in Arabic. And then when the platform grows, you can do it in whatever language you want to do it English, Swedish, whatever, French, Spanish, whatever language I want to learn and do it in Wakta.
1: Absolutely right.
0: Right now, you have to see where you are and aim for that. So that's why, like, um, so yeah, with Afa, I think it's going to be the first track that I genuinely I would listen to. Like 966, Bob, please. And I'm like, oh my God, Bob, please. Like, like you know, played on National Day. That's it. I don't want to listen to it other than that. But um, but AFA, it's a track about, it's about a lot of things. I don't want to say exactly what it's about. I like people to listen to it and interpret it in their own way. But it's kind of about women um, being able to do what they want to do. It's um, kind of breaking expectations and kind of just saying, um, shall I plug a line, do you know? It. So it's kind of like owning the stereotypes that are put on us, you know what I mean? So, so yeah. So good. Yeah, I try to always like, before when I used to get bullied insanely in, in high school, like insane, like bullied. Here? Um, yeah, like the Ziada. so. Um,
1: but but for, for what reason, do you know? um
0: I was a Chubby Mahajaba in an international school, you know what I mean? I was, uh, you know, uh, I changed a lot. I think people saw me now from high school, they'd be like, Yara, like what you know what i mean but the bullying helped so thank you you know shakran um but yeah i uh what was i saying i completely lost my track of
1: that. <laughs> and i'm um, so em- emerged in your story um, um you were talking about um the line of yeah yasidopsa. right
0: yeah. so own those stereotypes you know i'm before i used to get defensive like what do you mean we belong in the kitchen no oh, i can cook I don't mind that, you know, like whatever stereotypes you wanna put on us, women, and you just just kind of own it and use it in your favor, you know. So, so yeah, there's a lot of the uh, the in in the song. I'm excited for yeah, it's people good. to
1: and the, the gut I think will only help it travel further. Yeah, you need a bit of swag. Yeah, yeah, definitely I, I have think, it. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, shortage thank of you. swag. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, this this table recognizes that. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you, table.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I like you know. I think being creative is is one of the things that I like pushes me to to want to keep doing music because I like saying things without saying it and I think that's yeah. what I try to push through my music and I You know, regardless of Baba supporting me and my family supporting me, my parents, I don't like it when people cuss in music. I don't think you need to cuss, especially in rap music. Like what, you should be able to play it with your parents. You should be able to play it with your family. It should be kid-friendly. Like I want little girls and kids to listen to my music and not be like, oh my God. So I kind of want to clean up what rap should be, what people think rap is like. You know what I mean? Clean that up, Shoy. The
1: audience is then wider. Exactly. You're not eliminating... Exactly Demographics
0: Yeah Like I know When I try to play rap In the car with Baba I'm like <laughs> yeah. I need to like sit before And try to filter it see out what, And make sure yeah. there's no And it's, it's just
1: One too many cuss words It's way too S- much You know S- S- Yeah
0: And um, yeah I think it just needs To be cleaned up And also as a woman Like in it I just I don't see other You know International female rappers Where I'm like Oh yeah she's like, No There's no representation With the mm-hmm. same Like Mabadah And you know Muslim rapper it's Modest amazing. You know so
1: Thanks Yada. Thanks Yara
0: Thank really you appreciate your having. time. I took, cool. I, I really, you say Yara or
1: Jada, Jada. Sorry, Jada. I was about to get slapped. Um, <laughs> I take too much of your time. Thank you to your father as well for coming here. Um, two weeks or so, episode will come out. Um, and it's amazing what you do. You bring something fresh to our society, our country. Keep doing what you're doing. Only good things ahead of you, inshallah.
0: Thank you. Right. I'm, I'm super hyped and I'm glad you, you know, have this platform and you give it to, you know, a lot of voices that want to be heard. So I appreciate it. Thank you for You're having You're definitely
1: me. a voice that a lot of people are going to want to hear. Inshallah. So keep doing it and keep allowing us to hear that voice. Thank you. All right. Yalla, All the best. Inshallah. Thank you.
0: Thank you.